It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. gentlemen welcome to another edition of rolling the bones around the cage we got val val is back they're <laughs> on again hey roger what's up standing catherine what's going on don't forget to get your all's bigfoot coins they're in the house different uh shades and colors yes so how's everybody doing so val welcome back I'm glad, yeah. uh, I'm glad you're well, feeling better. I, I am. I'm feeling a lot better. And, you know, like I said, I was sicker than a dog. And, um, well, I'm back and got lots to say, lots to see, lots to do. And I guess I guess we have somebody coming on here uh, that I'm looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, we got Cotter Boucher. He is backstage. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and bring him on. Mr. Cotter yes, Boucher, welcome to the show. How you doing? Welcome to Rolling the Bone. And What's going on, guys? Hi, Carter. How are you doing there? How's it going? Welcome, welcome. So introduce you yourself pretty... and tell everybody all about you. Well, uh, I'm a Sasquatch researcher. Boots on the ground. I actually get out and get my feet dirty. Uh, I've been with the BFRO for yeah, since 2000. 10, 11, somewhere in there. Uh, I've had over 100 reports published to BFRO.net. I've led four expeditions for them, three in Missouri, one in Illinois, uh, which was a fabulous expedition. And uh, I uh, worked on two of the uh, Finding Bigfoot TV shows, one in Missouri, one in Kansas, and I've written three books. And that's it in a nutshell. Very good. It sounds like a, a long, uh, a long list there. Let me yeah, see your finger, I, I, Carter. I, I, let me see your fingernails real quick. Let me let me see. Do you have any dirt in your finger? <laughs> you know, to some some people, the measurement of a Bigfoot researcher is the amount of dirt and grit under their fingernails. I don't believe that. Do you? No, I I try to make myself beautiful for public appearances. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, I haven't been on any Finding Bigfoot uh, shows, but I was uh, featured on History Channel A&E as a subject matter expert, doing the kind of stuff that I did before I got into Bigfoots. And um, so I've, I'm, I'm a little familiar with your reports. I've read your reports. I've associated your name with, with BFRO. Um, um, investigations and stuff. What I wanted to ask was, uh, first of all, number one, are you in your books, were you private published? Did you publish your own or did you? Yeah, I self published. Okay. No, okay. I had a book deal for a brief time. I guess mm -hmm. technically I still do with, uh, beyond the fray mm -hmm. and, uh, that just did not work out well. 
Mm -hmm. you know, they, yeah. They, took poetic license with you know my material and it just it wasn't a good good marriage so uh they still sell uh, still sell the uh, black and white uh versions which i no longer put out mine are all full color and self-published mm -hmm. and uh they wouldn't be affordable on amazon in full color i mean like mm -hmm. I, like i do them. they just you know they'd be ridiculously priced you know mm -hmm. So I do it all myself. It's kind of a pain, but I enjoy it actually. So now I, I can say I'm self-published. Well, <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I'm glad that you came on. I'm glad that that we have this opportunity to chit chat, to look at each other. You can you can place the face with the name now, and you can say, "Oh yeah, I know who this guy is. I talked to this guy." Right. Um, I tried to get BFRO on in the past. Somebody <laughs> from the BFRO and bro. Uh, I'm treated like uh, like a redheaded stepchild. A pariah. A pariah. Um, yeah. I've not had real good experience with uh, BFRO people. Not because not because uh, uh, any ambivalent feelings that I have towards them. Because I really don't. I allow their character and deeds to speak for themselves. There you go. And. Um, um, but I will ask them some hard questions. Bring it. I and got, uh, I got hard answers, and they're the truth. One of the things, one of the things that you're probably familiar with with me is 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 uh, with with my background and Chris's background. We bring that we bring that uh, that that experience to to light and this kind of work and this kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And that's not that's not customarily seen in this in this kind of uh in big footery let yeah. me put it that way therefore um you know uh somebody comes to me and they feign um interest and curiosity in what i'm doing and what i basically do is is what i did when i was working and got and got paid for it you know as a as a professional person mm -hmm. and um so i set up I set up databases. <clears throat> I, I'm a I'm a prolific reader. I love to read. That's what I do. I've always done it. And I take these reports by the hundreds and thousands. And I'm talking about thousands, Carter, mm -hmm. thousands. And I yeah. read them. I weigh them. I analyze them. I look for flagged words, words, words that I use or terms that I use that I'm familiar with. And I take those I take those reports and I put them into the database. Now I have a uh, a reference book, you might say, and um, that's what I do. And then I and then I um, set them up in, in groups and subgroups. And um, so you've seen the kind of work that I do on, on my group site. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of this information comes from. When when uh, a novice, a rookie uh bfro investigator comes in here and and starts feigning interest i don't have any problem talking with them but all bets are off when they demand when they make demands to me i don't i don't go for demands i don't go for for directives um i'm a grown man i've been someplace been some uh been somewhere sometime 
I don't go for directives and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. The idea that I must and I shall and I will, nah, those days are over. I'm retired and I don't I don't I don't play that kind of stuff. Isn't it great to be retired? It is. But <laughs> but I find I find I'm I'm more busy and more occupied as a, as a retired person than I was when I was working seriously. Yeah. I just don't have enough time. Isn't that odd to say? Yeah. Well, I'm getting that way too. Cause I, 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 I was a musician for 20 years and in comic and uh, I've still have my real estate license. I'm, I'm at 26 years and I'm semi-retired. I I'm tired of it. I'm burned out. Mm -hmm. I'll mm -hmm. let my license lapse in a couple of years and right off into the sunset and, and do this, you know, mm -hmm. because, you know, and like you said about, you know, spending all the time, uh, you spend more time as you're retired. Well, you spend more time as you're retired because you're doing something you really, really want to do, not just because yeah. you're getting a paycheck, but you're mm -hmm. getting a love and a passion, you know, mm -hmm. and you know, real estate was, it made a living, but it's not a love and a passion. You know? Now, now, when you say real estate, um, that wasn't your, that wasn't your sole career, right? You had a career path before, uh, before, was, yeah, I was I was a, a drummer for about twenty years. I've serious I toured all over. Yeah, we opened for the Who back in seventy. Oh, you're an old hippie then. Oh, I'm an old hippie. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, man. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you know, I'm an old hippie. I, I go way back. Uh, my, well, I had some really good bands. We were, you know, the the next big thing. We just never made it. I, I came up in the ranks with Stevie Ray Vaughan and, and Thunder okay. Trouble, Trouble and all that. And all right. I'm from Texas. Okay. You know, Texas when, I, when, I, when, when I hear the old Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, music, it makes me want to grab that that cup of Crown Royal and uh, pour another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's good music. It's very good music. I love yeah. it. Um, the odd part about this is I also played drums. Oh, cool. Yes, I did. In fact, uh, I played drums um, in school. And I was uh, I was one of the drummers in our military units, and I wasn't even in the military band or anything. It was a marching uh, drum, but uh, I played a lot of uh, garage bands and stuff like that. I was not famous or anything like that, but I I certainly love that. It's a passion. It's yeah. it's it's a person's. Um, um, it's that right side of the brain that allows the music and arts to flourish, you know, yeah. in your heart and your soul. But um, yeah, it's, it's very good, but it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, as, as an individual yourself, that I never knew this about you, mm -hmm. you know, you have, you have arts and music in your background, which, which is great. It expands your it, it expands your your persona. Yeah, um, that's very that's very cool. Very very good. So uh, back to the BFRO, if I can. Oh yeah. I posted a uh, thread this week on the group site um, in commentary to a um, a, a twenty twenty uh, comment that Matt Moneymaker made about. Bigfoots and that they're not, you know, they don't kill people. They don't injure. Listen, you know, you could talk to that BS to somebody that doesn't know, but
But for somebody like myself that has spent the time, the years uh, researching this stuff, the data doesn't, the data doesn't, uh, uh, it, it doesn't, it's, it's, it's not there. The idea that, that uh, the apps, it, this is what he says. This is what has incensed me about this, this particular article. It's very short. It says the absence of victims and injuries is the best evidence that Bigfoot simply do not attack human beings or humans. I've been close to them many times. Bigfoots have had many opportunities to harm me. Often I was alone and I was trying to provoke them. They will sometimes try to scare humans and they do a good job of, of it, but that's all. Matt Moneymaker, September 16th, 2020. Well, uh, let me tell you something. As, as a uh, college graduate and one that, that uh, has, has taken philosophy, uh, this idea that no absence is evidence of of nothing is not correct. That's that's not mm -hmm. correct. That that's that's not correct. No evidence, no evidence, no absence of evidence is not evidence of ab, ab um, of absence. Mm -hmm. What that means is that whoever controls the information, the algorithms. You understand what I'm saying, Carter? Oh, I get it. Whoever controls the algorithms, whoever controls the media, controls what we see, yeah. what we read, what we're able to see. Just because, just because uh, that information isn't out there on mainstream media, doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. It means that we can't see it. Yeah. Somebody, it seems like somebody in the far, <clears throat> in the far east, once said. Uh, it doesn't matter who votes. It doesn't matter about election. It matters about who counts the votes. That's exactly what this is right here. Yeah. And that's exactly what I take to task on this. You well, cannot you cannot push this kind of flummery like this and expect people to take you for serious. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're on the same page. Uh, you're coming at it from a different angle, but I, mm -hmm. I, I believe and agree with you wholeheartedly. And then, you know, that's uh, one reason why I, I don't do reports for BFRO mm -hmm. any longer, because the, uh, da the data is falsified. It's sanitized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I had some of my own reports. When I started researching for my books, uh, I got a call from one of my witnesses who had a report of his published, he was like, all irate. I, I said, Nick, what's up? He said, well, this isn't my report. What'd you do to my report? I said, what do you mean? What did I do to your report? You know, so I looked it up, you know, and I'll be damned. They took some stuff out of there. Mm -hmm. Stuff that referred to intellect, cognitive thinking. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then and here, here's what, you know, Matt and them didn't know. And if I'm not there tomorrow, say la vie. I, you know, it matters not. I love being, and that's why I, there's a lot of investigators that are investigators because they want access to the database. It's still one of the mm -hmm. largest, if not the largest mm -hmm. database of Sasquatch mm -hmm. activity. But it's erroneous. It's been sanitized. It's mm -hmm. it, The data is falsified. Mm -hmm. And so how do you, how can you believe any of what you see because you don't know what you're not seeing mm -hmm. it's, it's insulting and mm -hmm. so uh 
so I, here's the thing that, you know, VFRO didn't know is that, you know, being a real estate agent, I'm incredibly anal with paperwork. So when I take a report, when I, you know, I, I sign, you can pull it off the link and sign it to yourself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to call this person, this couple, talk to them, do the report, turn it in, hopefully for publication. So I make a copy of that report when it comes in. Then I make a copy, paper copy of the report I send in to VFRO to get published. Hopefully published. So I've got two copies. And so then when they put my report up there, I've had a hundred reports published to be a mm -hmm. Marvel. That's a good number. Mm -hmm. And it's changed. They take key data out. It all refers to intelligence or any kind of sensuality or sapient uh, behavior uh, mm -hmm. as it fits the agenda, mm -hmm. you know? And so, you know, and, in all honesty, we probably only see about BFRO only sees 10 to 15, maybe at the very most 20% of all actual sightings all across the, the country. And it's probably fairly true for all over the world. You know, mm -hmm. people just don't want to report it because they're going to think I'm nuts. Mm -hmm. They're ridiculed and scoffed. They're hounded and it's just horrifying, you know? And so, but anyway, uh, the world's largest database is compromised. How do you, build an empire on a, a grain of sand. It's just ridiculous. It didn't used to be that way, but there is an agenda, you know, and it's obfuscation and it's denial and mm -hmm. throw in all the things you've come up with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm a smart guy like you as far as computers and the databases and all that, but you know, I, I, I'm really good at talking to people and knowing what's true and what's not mm -hmm. most part 99% of the time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I'm not, it's not a, it's no longer a badge of honor to be with a VFRO like it used to be. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just, it's embarrassing. Really. It's sad. You know, I, I call this, I, I call this Bigfoot duct tape diplomacy. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, well, you put the duct tape on your mouth, you put it over your eyes, you can't speak, you can't see it, but this is the temerity that, that some parrots have when they repeat this stuff. I know for a fact that that's not, ac that's not accurate. That's not mm -hmm. accurate. And, and what I take to task about the BFRO, but let me just make this clear before, before I say anything else. BFRO has played an important role. I, I don't deny that. And I'll always say that. I'll be a staunch uh, supporter of that. They are the clearinghouse. What, what, what really uh, had me befuddled, shaking my head, is why BFRO in the Gulf Coast Bigfoot Research Organization didn't consolidate why didn't they marry? I mean, that would have been a monster uh, clearinghouse, those two together. Mm -hmm. They didn't because, and, I, and I, I don't know, I don't know the politics behind it. I can only guess that it has something to do with uh, the bourgeois. You know what I say when I say bourgeois? People that are very, very wealthy from the East Coast, people that are very, very wealthy from the West Coast, they marry themselves together or they don't. Mm -hmm. But you and I, we don't, uh, we don't fit in that class of people. Um, and therefore, we're nothing. 
I'm just an old dirty hippie. That's that's it. (laughs) (laughs) No, when I when I say when I said hippie, Carter, understand that when I was 17 years old, I had hair down the middle of my back. That's the way I went. Yep. That's that's (laughs) the way I went into the military. And I was a police officer. Yeah. But but that's the generation I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And uh, all through my career, that helped me. Uh, understand people a little bit better than than being spoon fed, uh, you know, from from uh, Ivy League neighborhoods, gated communities, and stuff like yeah. that. I wasn't sheltered like that. Uh, you know, everything that I that I acquired and that I achieved, it came by uh, blue collar, grit and a fingernail, hard work. You know, you work for what you get, and that's it. Yeah. You you yeah. want to achieve, you work harder. And mm-hmm. that's what you do. Yeah. That's where I come from. Um, to this, um, a couple issues with the BFRO. And I tried to get Rich Meyer on here and he ain't coming on. He ain't touching me. He ain't gonna come on here and listen to this. He's not gonna he's not gonna answer these questions. And I he's like a, Rich. he's a nice guy. He's a company. He is. Man, he 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 is. He is, and uh, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Yeah. And I would always be respectful to him and Don Peer too. I like them both. Mm-hmm. I, I like these gentlemen. These are gentlemen. Yeah. But uh, some of the people that have contacted me, you know, with these demands and stuff like that, uh, those aren't investigators. What I went through, what Chris went through uh, in learning investigation and stuff, and I'm talking about matriculated classroom study theory, uh, on-the-job training, continuous um, retraining, that that is investigation. That's what investigation is. You cannot take uh, $300 out of your pocket and hand it over to somebody and say, okay, get on your hands and knees, bow your head, and let me, let me knight you as an investigator now. That's not the way it works. It is not the way it works. And that's evidenced by the fact that uh, some of these people come on here, and, and I and I read these reports. I see what they look like, and they don't look like people that have uh, have learned anything about report writing. And that's very, very foundational. That's very, very basic. If you don't have the who's, the what's, the why's, the where's, uh, you got nothing. You you got nothing but a but a fantastical story. Yeah, um, I read some of them, and they're they're. And that's and Carter, that's one of the reasons why I try to help people so much with, you know, if they got reports to say uh, to share and stuff. Hey, I'll help you organize it. I'll put it in order, sequential order for you so that it reads like a report, not like somebody's story. Uh, One of the gentlemen uh, from Michigan that that passed recently, you know, he had issues with me about and, and I like the guy. But he did not like, he could not take uh, criticism. He could not take constructive criticism. And what I told him was, in your reports, I don't care about Aunt B's pie that she made. Maybe she had arthritis and she was going to the doctor's office and she seen a Bigfoot on the way to the, none of that stuff, all of that stuff is extraneous, has nothing to do with the report. Get right to the heart of the stuff. You were Mm -hmm. driving in a car, you seen this, this is what you seen. And all the other stuff about Aunt B and the neighbor and the neighbors use borrowed pickup truck, that's nothing. That's just extraneous noise. It's white noise out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
so when I when I talk to these uh, BFRO investigators, uh, that's not investigators to me. That's that's not that's somebody yeah. with stolen valor as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's they went through a period when, and this is four or five years ago when I was <clears throat> doing reports, three or four at least, that anybody and their mother could become an investigator. You didn't even have to go through the, you know, the rigors of going out and being on expeditions with grizzled veterans, I'll say, who had been there longer. Just because they're there 10 years doesn't mean they're really good. It just means they've been there 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know? And, you know, Matt has a lot of uh, butt kisser yes men uh, under him and around him. You know, that, that's that's something he enjoys. So, but, you know, the qualifications were like if you got a pulse you're in you know and i read some of these i'm going but i i knew there was a an exodus a few years back and anybody with a couple of bucks and a pen could be an investigator and so it's it's a shell of its former self it's just Mm -hmm. you know and like you said you know they have contributed greatly to to where we are now, but they have slipped a couple of cogs and it, it's not coming back. It's just not going to, because the mentality is we have an agenda and we're going to push that agenda and anything that sways to and fro from that, we'll never see the light of day. Now, now I've challenged people before to go on that website and look at the, look at the uh, report numbers. Oh, they're down way yeah. down. Well, well, here's the, here's the deal. Um, I spent all my adult life working for government, and, and reports are very, very crucial. It's like key control. Mm-hmm. And when you're when you're in a government uh, organization, discipline, regimented theory, and control is key to everything. Reports have numbers. Keys have numbers. When you look at those, when you look at those report numbers, 70,000, blah, 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 blah. Look at that website, count them. And you tell me whether or not you see 70,000 reports on there. You might see 1% or 10% at the very most on that website. My question to Rich was, where's the rest of them? Barry. Where's the rest of them? I says, if I, if I was fiduciary, for a, for a non-profit organization, and I was responsible for, for keeping the books, and my book said $70,000, but I could only show 1% of that in an in, in actual real life uh, asset. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that raise questions to anybody? Really think about that. Oh yeah, it, it should, but uh, the- and that's, that's the problem, Carter, because I was looking at Michigan uh, reports one week and it said 265 reports. The very next week, it said 235. So what happened? You know, how did this happen? How did this de- decrease happen in just a period of seven days? Somebody is manipulating that. Oh, yeah. Somebody, yeah, yeah. somebody doesn't want uh, either they're told, either they're directed. They don't want the public to see the real deal. They don't want the public to see the the other database. 
we see one, you guys see another one that the public doesn't see. Yeah. That's the big fat secret. Well, do you know, uh, you know, the, uh, the hierarchy and the categories, are you familiar with the categories? Because, you know, uh, when a report comes in and I, I, I've been looking, actually, I just looked at it yesterday, the whole database, because a guy from Missouri had moved to Alabama. He wanted to know if there was any reports from his old town uh, in uh, Wayne, Missouri. And I went and looked and instead of, you know, 10 reports for this county in 23 and 17, it was two, three, six, one, zero. You know, then I went to his, uh, uh, where he lives in Alabama and pulled up some reports for him in his county. And it's the same thing. So uh, if you can bury a report, and so we have categories, UFO, insane, hallucinating, obvious hoax, misidentification. You can bury anything that has merit, but mm -hmm. is quantum, paranormal, or otherwise mm -hmm. indicates intelligence. Mm -hmm. You just put them back there and mm -hmm. that's where they go to die, mm -hmm. you know? And so, uh, you know, I just took a report, uh, from BFRO about two months ago. And this couple is hearing conversations with Sasquatch on their property. Mm -hmm. Now that is not paranormal quantum. It's behavior. Dogs bark, chimps <laughs> make noise, humans speak. We have a language. We have ways of communicating. Their samurai chatter, their gibberish is a form of intelligence and communication. <laughs> if I was to turn that in, it'll never see the light of day. You know, and so that's where you can hide a lot of the reports. And, and before Matt Moneymaker and I went our separate ways uh, intellectually and uh, morally, uh, I offered to do a breakdown because at the time you were not even allowed to discuss. We used to have a thing called the blue forum. You may or not be familiar with that. That was an old way for us researchers to log into this other site called the blue forum and we could in interact with each other and talk mm -hmm. about reports and data and this, that, and the other. But the public mm -hmm. wasn't privy to that. Oh, no, 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 no. It's called the yeah. Blue Forum. It may yeah. still exist in some form. Yeah, I was familiar with that. But it was off the grid, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were it's forbidden funny. at a certain time to no longer discuss any paranormal, <coughs> any sentient, sapient behavior, any kind of anything that indicated an intelligence other than a dumb ape crossing the road. And, <laughs> you know, that was it. And so, and then at some point, Matt relaxed that and said, okay, it's okay to discuss things. And at that time I saw my hopeful opportunity. I contacted him. We had a nice long chat, several hours. I said, you know, here's what I'll do. I will go to the 10 most populous states research wise, and I will break down all the reports that you have in, let's just say California for the last year. And I'll be darned if, there was stuff buried and guys aren't even looking at, like if you take a report, if you want to say dismiss it, delete it, uh, obvious hoax, obvious joke, insane, hallucinate, whatever, whatever category you want it in, you've got to verify and put it in there and your name is on it. Mm -hmm. Well, and you have to log that you spoke to Sarah or Bob or whoever the person was, and you have to discuss the conversation. We spoke, 
and you know bob may have had too much to drink or his wife was playing a trick on him or whatever the excuse was to obfuscate it and bury it and so that's what was done and so i found thousands of reports so many that i couldn't even continue the work that i wanted to do was like keep going through all these because you know the active reports that were up for grabs they were a certain small range of numbers and then the others all the others outclassed them by two or three four or five times as many and they're all buried and guys were just putting them in there you read it and you go oh that's a bunch of baloney that's crap okay uh insane hallucinating obvious hoax if you didn't like it didn't agree with it you didn't even have to do anything other than put it in a category junk it and move on to the next mm-hmm. and that's that's really sad you know mm-hmm. and I, I did that with one report because I thought the guy might have been yanking my chain uh and it was a Pentecostal priester who was a former uh, NASA scientist out in California he retired and came back to Missouri to become uh, a Pentecostal minister which is what his one of his college degrees was in was in theology you know mm-hmm. and so he was told to wake he, he was awoken one night heard a voice from God he was told to go out and there would be 15 or 20 Sasquatch out there and they will speak to you you will understand them and you can speak to them and they will understand you and so he went through this whole thing about all the back and forth conversations he was having with these creatures that he had no idea what they were or what they were talking about I I had issues <coughs> with that with some of the conversations I had with this guy so I said you know I'm going to put this one in the uh misidentified or maybe a hoax. I mean, he might have been hoaxing me I but I, I put it away and I I after I found out what was going on I went oh my god I shouldn't you know but you learn by fire so but that's what you so you know for every report you see see you see 10 reports that are legit there's probably 15 or 20 that are never going to see the light of day mm-hmm. and, and it's up to some inexperienced people who just go well i don't believe that i'm a neighbor that can't possibly be so we'll never mm-hmm. see that Mm-hmm. It gets buried. So I broke it down for him. I took, you know, California, Missouri, which we're in the top 10, uh, Washington, Oregon, Ohio, Florida, uh, Indiana, a couple, you know, I had a, a list of 10. And I, after about a week, I was going, I'm not even going with California. I, I've gone through several thousand reports and they're just, they keep coming, you know, and you don't know what you don't even see in the first place. If a good report comes in that has some incredible data and, and value to it, we might not even see that. It might, we, you know, we can log in every day and see, I can log in right now and look at all the reports that are available to grab, you know, mm-hmm. and who knows what we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's not even talking about the published stuff. So then the published stuff, uh, when you publish it, and I've had five of my reports sanitized matt admitted to one and i was supposed to be on a show of uh, another uh podcast i won't mention the name they called me up and wanted me uh, i've been on the show a couple of times they wanted me to be on there and discuss the topic we're talking about in a relaxed 
respectful forum, you know. Well, Matt basically said, well, if Carter's going to be there, we're not going to come. And so he and two of his other guys said, we won't be there if Carter's there. <laughs> because they knew the conversation was going to, you know, how it was going to go. Mm -hmm. So the host called me back and said, well, I'll tell you what, Matt said uh, he's not going to come if you're going to be there. So I'll just, I'll get you on another show separately and you can do a rebuttal and all that kind of stuff. I said, that's fine. That's fine. And so it, when the show aired, Matt never showed up. His other two uh, yes men showed up, but he didn't. Well, I had a conflict. I forgot, or some baloney excuse. So he didn't even show up because he knew where, where it was going to go. They had hard questions to ask, like you guys. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and Chris, you need to be quiet, man. You're talking way too much. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just Val <laughs> do his thing and. Yeah, that's what happened. So I, I never got back on the show because, uh, well, there was nothing to have a show about because those two guys were there and Matt never showed up. He made an excuse, bailed out at the last minute, which would be typical of him because he doesn't want to have his feet to the fire. Mm -hmm. But he, he would not discuss what we're discussing now because mm -hmm. he, he would just deny it, just like the, the, what you read to me earlier. You know, it, it, I would uh, love to talk to him. I would love the dialogue, and and I offered made that offer to Don Peer, uh, Rich Meyer. Come on here, come on the air, come in out in public, mm -hmm. chit chat with me, dialogue with me. Um, not that I'm some great debater, I'm really not. Even though I did take persuasion in in college and stuff, mm -hmm. um, but you know, you're talking to somebody that spent 12 years um, reading and analyzing these things, these reports. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, you, you know, you're not going to come on here and, and, and feed me a bunch of baloney because, uh, you know, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it with my own eyes. I know that that's, that's not correct. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, and, it, it's just, it's a damn shame because, you know, and I've often in the back of my head toyed with, you know, well, I need to start a database. I need to start a place where people can come and talk. And I'm talking about if you've got paranormal, quantum, supernatural things, that stuff happens. Mm -hmm. We can talk about it. If we can't figure out what it is, you probably got something. And that's a report, you know. Mm -hmm. But you, yeah, Sean Flynn, that's a, a, actually not a totally incorrect statement. I'll just say it that way. Uh, yeah. So, but, uh, but it's too, uh, massive of, of an undertaking at this point in my life and stage. I mean, you know, it, it is, it's a lot of fall work. and crumble on its own. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. The, the idea that something doesn't fit somebody's paradigm, their personal thought, it can't exist. It, it isn't going to exist yeah. as long as, and I'm speaking in third person, as long as I control, as long as I control uh, who reads what, it's not going to exist. And that's, that's the shameful part about this, Carter yeah. and yeah. Grizz. Yeah. You know, that it doesn't fit somebody's paradigm. Uh, so they're going to make the decision. They're the ones. Uh, and, and one of the questions that I remember asking uh, Rich Meyer was BFRO. Who are these subjective, uh, who's this subjective uh, uh, three-court panel that decides what is and what isn't uh, legitimate? Mm 
I'm, I'm looking at this this dual database. Who are these people? What experience, what background do they have to, to decide whether or not, like judge and jury, uh, whether or not this is legitimate or, or non-legitimate? What cosmological uh, authority was granted to them to make that decision? That's not free speech. That's not transparency. That's somebody's oh. idea up there in the, you know, that noggin, that thing yeah. between the ears. Mm -hmm. That's somebody else's idea. Yeah, That's do as I do and say as I say. I mean, yeah, and you can I, be I in my club. You can be one of the cool kids. I don't agree know. with that kind of stuff. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's That's, it's horrifying. That's why I quit doing reports. You know, and it, many guys feel the same way, but they are there for the same selfish reason that I and everybody else is. There might be that one report that comes in that turns everything. Brother, the way the way I see this, Carter. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. You're good. The way I see this, every report has got something in it. Yeah, it's got something in it. Sure. There's there's always a a, a gem in every one of these reports. Mm -hmm. You just have to know the individual, the reader has to know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to be learned. And, and one of the reasons, one of the, the genius behind what I do in, in creating these databases, the reference book, for example, is taking <clears throat> those important parts of all of these reports and putting them together in a, in a category, in a, in a subject title, topic title. And when you or anybody else comes up with a with a question, uh, Chris has seen this before. Uh, I just go to yes. that I go to that database and pull it out. There's an extract it by the tens, by the twenties, by the thirties. These are the reports that have the answers to these questions right there. Yeah. And this is what a lot of people a lot of people can't can't uh, conceptualize that. They don't understand it. They don't see it um people like me you know it makes sense to me but um yeah that's that's some of the things that i see with bfro but like i said uh bfro has has uh, i've always suspected something uh i've always suspected something yeah you know, uh, I'm, to find, I'm looking here I'm, I'm i'm listening to you i'm trying to find uh uh, the classifications of all the reports. Uh, oh, classification. Okay, not classified. Uh, and you know what, Carter? That that means nothing to me. Okay, Those well, just, yeah. That, well, it really, that, you know, the, the hallucination hoax. Obviously. Yes, yeah. Now, uh, that's... That's where they yeah, go to die. That's yeah, what yeah. Again, that's that's something that Matt Moneymaker and his, and his legion have made up, yeah. created in their own mind, it doesn't fit me. No. Uh, and I, and I probably wouldn't agree with a lot of their, a lot of their, their stuff, but then again, but then again, you know, uh, he didn't come from a professional organization, I suspect. And, um, you know, had no background in, in putting this stuff into organizational, you know, value and stuff. And, you know, when you look at information like this, uh, you're looking at flow charts, you're looking at uh, bar graphs, um, 
that's data. That is data. That's taking hard data, crunching them, and putting them into into a into a uh, manner in which we can read and we can understand what it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started um, out very altruistically. You know, it's a science-based clearinghouse for data on Sasquatch Bigfoot. And at first it was like that, you know, when, uh, when he had investors and there was things were going, it was a really, it was humming when I first got there, but it slowly matriculated just off the rails. And it was just like, what happened? Uh, well, the TV show might've had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got ratings to worry about. We've got advertisers. We get into the paranormal in the woo, you know, Colgate and, uh, you know, uh, Skippy peanut butter aren't going to pay for advertising. We're going to get mm-hmm. jo- John's used car lot and stuff. You mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, there's that logic that that started a deterioration because we've got, uh, we've got a show to put on and we've got a forum to push and, you know, we've got to s- keep it just like this or the advertisers will get canceled. And, and so, uh, that had to have something to do with, the the beginning of the end and getting us to where we are now you know it it, it was just it, it, it's sad and frustrating to watch that you know mm-hmm. uh, but people that you know aren't watching this show or don't know others in the business and they read the reports they have no idea no what they're missing and what's not in there mm-hmm. you know, my report i mean it, it, the, the stupid part when they sanitize my reports they published them anyway, just took out the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to do that, why put it up there? Because I'm going to find it because I make copies of everything. I got mm-hmm. three copies of what you put out, what I got from the person, what I turned into you. I've got three different versions. So already we're screwed. You know, I mean, it's just it's it's, it's mind boggling. You know, so, people, the John and Mary reading about BFRO or look at their report and, you know, Tecumseh, you know, uh, Alabama. Oh, look, there's one in our county. You know, oh, they saw one crossing the road and, you know, went in behind a tree and disappeared and made a roar and blah, 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 blah. So, and that's their information. That's their, that's all they get is just little bones thrown to them, you know. So I notice, I notice that um, uh, frequently um, somebody will publish the top 10 states as though we were talking about you remember the old music charts and stuff the yeah, top yeah. 10 yeah. yeah oh yeah well they treat the the bigfoot reports as top 10 the top 10 stands, states i don't know where this information comes from i suspect it comes from somebody's mind their thoughts their thinking their limited uh knowledge on the uh topic but oftentimes their top 10 no, it, it doesn't exist like that. Um, I don't I don't have it. I don't have a current document in front of me at this moment. But um, I can tell you, I can tell you that it just to, today, this morning, I got tagged on a uh, somebody's comment that they made about me. And what they were saying was this this uh, gumshoe guy detective said that uh, Michigan had 17,000 reports. Where did that come from? Where where in somebody's mind did, did, did they uh, 
that they thought that they thought that that was what I said. I never said that. I never said that. Um, Here, and here's I, something. I, 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 sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, go ahead. When you said Michigan had seventeen thousand reports, yeah, I saw a chunk of data come across you know Facebook today. It mm -hmm. said there's another group uh, putting together reports uh, mm -hmm. for the United States over the last year. Last year, there was over 3,000 reports of Sasquatch sightings. So 3,000? That's and it. In the United States, or 17,000 in Michigan. I mean, well, yeah. So right there, you know, we're... Well, well, <laughs> you know, one of the things, one of the things in rebutting that, that nonsense was that if you're going to tell a lie, get the information straight. Yeah. And if you want to get the information straight, come to me, ask mm -hmm. me. Don't make up these numbers, these fantastical numbers, mm -hmm. and, and and make it sound like it came out of my mouth. I never said anything of the sort, never. Yeah, uh, I don't know that if I don't know if he was talking about Sasquatches. Maybe I said something about Sasquatch, and I try to stay away from uh, estimating how many Sasquatches I th I think um, are out there in the wild at large. That's yeah. just that's just. You, you want to stay, stay away from that stuff. I know that there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot more than what we're, we're led to believe. But well, let me just say this. As far as the Bigfoot reports go, I don't know what state you're from, Carter, Missouri, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever BFRO says and shows what Missouri has specifically, multiply that by five or ten. That's the true number. Easily. Yeah. Easily. And I don't have the document in front of me. I have a, a 2022 document that I did. And when I put when I put information in a database, I'm doing them a thousand reports at a time. That's a lot of information. Mm -hmm. That's me. That's what I do. One person, not not a whole uh, bureau of, of people, volunteers working for me. I do this by myself. Yeah. That's a lot of effort, a lot of time. Mm -hmm. um, I would say this, and, and BFRO was showing Michigan with 200, I don't know what it was, 235, 265 reports or something. Myself, since I started this, this endeavor, uh, Michigan shows 2,135 reports and probably 2,140 uh discounting the five that I haven't put it in in that database yet. That's mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. That is a lot of reports, my friend. But yeah. that's not, Michigan is not exclusive and it's not unique. This is what I'm trying to impart with you. Yeah. Um, this is all over. And I look at all, <clears throat> all, all 50 states of the union. I look at uh, all the provinces of Canada. I don't do Mexico because my Spanish is not real good. Um, but but I, I call that North America. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that whatever numbers you see in BFRO, multiply that by at least five or 10. And yeah, that's, it, that's your real numbers. We had a working understanding agreement that we only get 10 to maybe 15% of all actual reports reported. Most people just don't report it. Mm -hmm. So you just don't know what you don't know, no. you know? 
So, but if we're only seeing 10% uh, and there's 240 reported, I think there was 165 for Missouri uh, when I looked yesterday, something in that neighborhood up to this point this year. So, well, 10 times that, mm. I mean, you know, I mean, 1600, because that's really probably more like it. That's not reported and not counted, but that's just sightings that people have and say, I didn't see that. I was too drunk. I had a bad sandwich. I was doing gummies, whatever. I, I must have thought I saw that. And you just blow it off and you keep going. Mm -hmm. So uh, but, so for every 10 reports, two, maybe three, see the light of day with an actual report where they contact a reporting service of some kind, BFRO or whoever. The rest just go off the wayside because people just don't want to be laughed at, ridiculed, and get their name put out there. I mean, there's a stigma to seeing a Sasquatch. You know, mm -hmm. there still is, you know. I, As we're talking, I'm looking for this document right now, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, according to my data, according to my information, what states are, are the fewest, what states are the largest, <clears throat> what states are or medium and it seems to me what stands out to me in in this right now without looking at this information and i, and I haven't found it yet um, california oregon ohio pennsylvania michigan um it seems to me um uh it seems to me texas florida and believe it or not, Maryland, a little tiny state on the East Coast, Maryland, is very, very high mm -hmm. uh, in in reports and stuff. Uh, Missouri, Missouri is probably probably ranked fifteen or something in that in that. Yeah. I, I want to say I want to say fifteen or something. I, I could be wrong. I'll yeah. show this to you, and I'll tell you what, Carter, because you were kind enough to come on. And and by the way, I was I was in Grizz knows this. I was I was very very sick um, two weeks ago, and man, I was just I was bad, bad bad bad. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I couldn't get a hold of you today, so I was just trying to figure out. The <laughs> yeah. So uh, um, what I will do is as soon as I find this, I'll send this to you. Yeah. And and you can have it in your hands. It's a tangible piece of paper. I'll send it. To, uh, in a message and you can, and you can read it and look at it. You can agree with it or disagree with it. Well, that'd be awesome to have, you know, it, but it's probably anytime, closer, to the, closer to the truth than I'm going to get. Any, anytime you got questions about anything, mm -hmm. uh, Carter, my friend, you know, this is my offer to you. Just ask, just yeah. ask me. I'm, I'm not an expert in this. I'm just a guy. Look at me. I'm just a guy like you. Yeah. You know, a long haired kid, you know, finding his way in the world, growing mm -hmm. up and stuff. Yeah. Um, just like you. And um, we came from different paths. We used different paths to get where we're at. Yeah. But but I'm just like you. I'm not an expert in this. I don't want to be an expert in this. Um, but uh, I am knowledgeable in it. I, I see a lot. And um, I don't know if it's a curse or it's a blessing. I think I it's a blessing because you open eyes, you know, and, and uh, you know, 
it's like you're making fun of Ford Motor Company. Oh mm -hmm. my God, it's it's BFRO. You, mm -hmm. they're 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 it. They're all that in a piece of pie, mm -hmm. you know. And you're you're besmirching them. Well, it's it's not. It's just truth and hard facts. That's what they've become. They become a shell of their former selves. And it's just it's sad to see a really uh, what started as an altruistic and supportive group has deteriorated mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons and you know uh, those those are many many other stories yeah rest in peace scott that was sad you know mm -hmm. he's a good guy yeah you know so but it, it's it's where, where do we go from here if bfro is not in the picture where do people go mm -hmm. you, you know if, mm -hmm. if there is maybe it's not even smart to have a central collective database of all of this stuff because you always have people with agendas the ape only crowd and the paranormal crowd there's both of them in bfro and they're fighting it, it, it's just like the the subject of sasquatch all over you know, mm -hmm. i made a post today about that we're never going to come to it because everybody wants to be the one everybody wants to be mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. and you know when you got that and yeah, well, there's a bounty on a body. There's five million dollar check sitting here for the first guy that brings me in a, a corpse. Well, hell, I'm going. For, you know, so you, to heck with everything else. To heck with reality. To heck with doing it the right way. And you know, putting your minds and resources together mm -hmm. and working on it. I don't care what you think. You shouldn't care what I think. We're both after the who, what, where, and why of these beings and why they're here. That's the ultimate question you know if you're looking at all the booby prizes along the way and well I'm like, buy me a new car i'd be retired I'd be rich. well that's the wrong thing but that's where it's gotten to mm -hmm. and i blame social media for a lot of that you know yeah uh, uh, it, it's big bigfootery is a multi-billion dollar industry yeah that's that's not that's not a joke and i don't say that lightly no uh it is and and you want to buy a coffee mug you got you got coffee that, that's it and a t-shirt you know i mean it is it's it's absurd one of the one of the reasons i was just telling grizz today one of the reasons why i stay away from the large groups now the conferences and stuff like that is because of the realities of today yeah. and um i've received threats before Somebody wants to break my legs because I don't I don't post this stuff on social media. Are you kidding me? Yeah. What is this like mafia now? Is this is this what it's disintegrated into? Mm -hmm. uh, making threats and stuff. You know I don't I don't take threats lightly. Yeah. I do not. You shouldn't in this world. You look at these big brown eyes. These big brown eyes tell you they've been someplace, done some things, and we don't mm -hmm. play that game. Yeah, I'm from Detroit. We don't play games like that. Yeah, you're from the streets of Detroit. I ain't gonna mess with you. <laughs> no, no, you know, no, we, you know, that's the kind of stuff. That's the, that's the insidious, insidious uh, part of Bigfootery that we don't see, that we don't understand. This oh, is this it. is where it's yeah. This yeah, is where it's, this is where it's come to. Yeah. And uh, no, I'm not going to do that. You know why? And I'll tell you. And and I say this often. Uh, Val, why don't you why don't you put the sources up there? Why don't you put the uh, why don't you put the whole reports up there? I'm not doing that. Everything that I've got here has proprietary value, mm -hmm. and I know that, and so does everybody else, and so do a lot of these people that want these databases on social media. 
They take that information and they go market it and they make money. They make, you know, they're profiteering from that. It's what they want to do. And I'm not going to allow that. I'm not going to allow that. I'll share, I'll share freely with anybody, but you don't demand, you don't make demands, you don't make threats and stuff like that. Uh, and that's the way I see this stuff. Yeah, no, so, it, it, it's gotten nasty, you know, and I've, I've lost a few friends, but really, you know, uh, I'm, you know, I've been on uh, several podcasts that are ape only and everybody was very respectful. I mean, your opinion I don't judge you by your opinion. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're after the same cherry. We're after the same answer. And it's, you know, and and being an old hippie, let's just get along, man. Well, you know, those days are gone. You know, they've been buried, you know, it's sad, but they've been buried. And uh, so, and I think the government and science and other powers would be, love the discord because we are fighting each other and getting zero done. Mm-hmm. And the longer we come up with nothing because we're too busy trying to be number one or number two, or, you know, the ratings, or, you know, I sold more t-shirts than you did last week. Uh, you know, that's what's important. Well, that's missing the whole boat. So as long as we're fighting amongst each other for data, information, reports, Hey, did you see this video? Hey, did you see this, this picture? Well, isn't that credible? We're, the government and science loves this because we're just we're killing each other off and then there's more to replace each party so if, if i die tomorrow there'll be another one of a person like me who thinks like me and then if uh, a neighbor passes off well then there's gonna be another one to replace them so it's a it's 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 a never-ending battle so we're we're not getting anywhere mm-hmm. you know and there's something to be said for not being on social media except mm-hmm. There's just enough data on there that you really should be on there just for that. Even if you find erroneous data, you get it out of the way and you keep moving. So yeah, it's, it's, it's horrifying right now. It's just, it's a mess. So in your, in your research, in your research, Mm -hmm. Carter, have you ever found any reports where Bigfoots have killed or injured people? No, none. I've not. And I firmly believe that there are bad apples, of course. You hear the stories, uh, but I have not gotten any other than intimidation, bluff charging, that kind of thing. I've never had one where a Sasquatch attacked a couple in a tent or came at the campfire and picked up burning logs and beat people over the head. I've never, uh, other than threatening situations where the humans are walking into very sensitive territory with guns thinking they're going to be the one to take one out or just being crazy drunk, shooting guns in the woods. I've heard nothing of any harm to a human other than you've had this crap scared out of you. You know, I've, I've not taken any reports like that, you know, nor heard from any, I I manage uh, about eight to nine habituation properties where these people have them living on their property from anywhere from a year and a half to, 23, 24 years and generations before that with this one family. So, but none of them have ever reported anything other than chest thumping, saber rattling, uh, you know, bluff charging because you're getting too close Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, a nest or to a juvenile, to a family or to an area that they consider their living room where they live. Well, you know, 
this is what I don't understand. But by the way, are, are you a member of my group site, Carter? I thought I was. What, what is your group? Michigan Bigfoot Data Gumshoe Guys Corner. I thought I was. I thought you were too, but but it, uh, when you go on there, there's several threads on there with with um, uh, examples of uh, um, violence. I'm talking about Sasquatch on on human violence. Mm -hmm. Several examples on there, several different uh, areas in there. Nevertheless, what I don't understand is 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 the is the people you in their mind you oh no 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 let's see here let's see here there you are what you i there what i don't understand is is people uh talk about uh people walking into a sasquatch's living room therefore um you get what you get but we don't the same people don't talk about sasquatches walking into people's houses their living rooms um tearing up the place scaring people to death uh where is that where is where does that thought process come from i don't understand it seems like the door only swings one way with with a lot of these people and it doesn't there's 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 ample data to show that that um sasquatches are opportunistic they're territorial, yes, indeed, but uh, they could care less if there's a door up there, if there's a lock on there. If they want something, if they're hungry, they go in and take it. They don't ask. They don't ask. They just take. And and I don't understand the I don't understand uh, the number of people that think that uh, uh, people get what they get. You know, we get what we get because. Um, somehow we have no business living in this house because at some point Sasquatch lived here before us. So therefore shut your mouth, shut your mm -hmm. mouth and, and keep your mouth quiet. You know, people deserve what they get. I don't buy that. Uh, I don't, I don't fall for that. You know, it, uh, here's, here's one reason I might not hear from it is simply because if you're, using the BFRO database, which I don't use anymore. I monitor it because I'm looking, but mm -hmm. I, I just don't, I just don't do it. I, I have no intention of doing any reports ever again, because I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with my information. But the, if you're a BFRO researcher, all you get are the fairly tame, mm. you know, uh, there's no reports of a Sasquatch coming at me and threw a boulder through my windshield because I put my bright lights on it. There's nothing of that kind. So we might not even see that report anyway. It might get buried as well mm -hmm. because there's an agenda, because there's a TV show attached and there's advertising and mm -hmm. money's talking, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. among other things. So my access to available data is now uh, people calling me and contacting me from shows like yours and others mm -hmm. that want to talk about what's going on on their property. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's has nothing to do with BFR. So say, I'm glad somebody's going to say, because the Sasquatch, it changed its vibrational frequency and it just vanished. I'm looking right at it. And I've seen that, mm -hmm. but I'm looking right at it and it vanished. No one will talk to me. 
Mm-hmm. But out of the four or 500 people in the last five, six, seven years, I've not gotten any people outside of BFRO because I no longer use those contacts telling me of anything like you're speaking of. I, I'm just, it's not spoken of because I don't think it's happening, at least not the data that I get to see. I you see. Have access to other data. I don't. I seen one report. I don't know if 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 I'll paraphrase it, but um, because I can't I can't remember word by word what it said. But I'll tell you what it the essence of the report was. Maybe it'll it'll jog your memory. Um, and this is an example of what you're what I believe that you're you're talking about. There was a report that came out of Georgia. I want to say. And what it was, it was, it was a military report made by military soldiers. And the essence of the story was a chopper crashed. It came down. Uh, there were crew members killed. Um, it, was a, it was a weekend. Therefore, uh, Fort Benning or whatever fort uh, was, was close by, you know, because of the weekend, they didn't have the manpower to to go out there right now, which, you know, I, I have a military background. Uh, you go out there right now, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're peeling potatoes or you're on some kind of CQ, uh, CQ watch detail, drop what you're doing, <clears throat> grab go. your ditty and yeah. go. Yeah. You're going to go out there, locate the crash site and secure it. And that's what they were tasked to do but they didn't have the manpower. Therefore, uh, there was a rush to, to grab a group from Texas, nearby Texas, fly them in, go out there to the scene, locate the scene, and secure it. And um, the military police that went out there to secure the scene before the civilians showed up, could show up, they said, they reported, according to the military police, this is a BFRO report, stated that they heard pounding. They're in the swamp. They're walking through swamp waters. Uh, they can smell the burning. Uh, I don't know if you have ever been around a uh, aircraft crash, but the, but the jet fuel is very, very thick. You can yeah. smell it for, for a long distance. Yeah. You can smell that. You can smell burning flesh and everything else that's, that's burnt, plastics mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Um, they heard pounding. They smelled the crash site. They knew they were close. They, they uh, approached the crash site. They found it. It was still burning embers, whatever it was. And they seen some Sasquatch there, pounding on the metal, uh, moving metal, pulling out uh, burnt uh, corpses. And one of the soldiers commented that uh that that he felt it was his duty-bound responsibility to open fire on on one of these things or two because it seems like there was three of them they they mentioned in any event um once the once the uh the soldier thought about what he reported to bfro the report changed and it recanted now you got a you got a second report BFR report comes in and says, well, you know, uh, the soldier said it really didn't happen like it's like he said at first, 
Um, that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff I don't buy. I don't buy that kind of stuff. Uh, you see, uh, in the kind of work that I used to do, and I used to interview a lot of different people, good guys, bad guys, the most opportune time that you have when you're interviewing, them, and this is a skill, is you grab that person when the when the incident is fresh in their mind right now, yep. when they're speaking out of emotion. That's when you want to talk to people. You don't want to talk to people when they have time to sit back and, and talk to other people and, and, and get a story together and stuff like that. You talk to them when, when the emotions are high and raging. Yeah. And so that BFR report, the, the initial one, I thought was very good and, 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 and was truthful. But once he had time to think about it, I mean, he had career and he had all this other politics going on. Uh, yeah, the story changed and BFRO accommodated that. Yeah. Changing that story, yeah. you know, recanting that story and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's an, that's a fine example. And thank you for bringing that up because it reminded me exactly of, of what you were talking about. Yeah. That's well, here's here's a, a, a twist on that. So the Sasquatch is seen pulling away metal, banging metal, pulling out, mm -hmm. pulling out a body or two or mm -hmm. injured. Was it trying to help or was it trying to grab a snack? Well, again, again, in your mind, what do you think? What, you know, what do you think? I'm, in I'm thinking they're altruistic and, you know, there's, there's injured humans and hopefully that's maybe the old hippie in me. Uh, I'm going to pull this metal apart because I can, and I'm big and strong. I'm going to pull out these bodies. Maybe I can save somebody. See, I, I take a different position yeah. only because of, because of the, the, incredible amounts of data that I found and read and stuff. There's another report that goes back to the civil war period. And, um, uh, when you bring up that, when you bring up that possibility, it's, it's, it's like a lot of people and, and where they go when they, when they think this stuff, but, but because, you know, I took a different path mm -hmm. in, in learning this stuff. Uh, this the story goes uh, during the Civil War, there was somebody that came back to their home down south with incredible injuries. And um, at some point, the family, the family, uh, he succumbed to the to his uh, mortal injuries and he died and his family were, you know, they were saddened. They grieved because that was their family member and they mm -hmm. had a place, they had a special place up there on that hill on their property where they were going to, and this is what they did um, before the, the times of uh, health department accreditations uh, and certifications and stuff like that. In those days, uh, in those periods, um, there was a special place up there on a hill where, you know, where our family, our family goes and mm -hmm. that's, that's where he's going to be buried. So mm -hmm. he's always with us. Mm -hmm. So the way the story goes was that uh, the family was aware of Sasquatches on their property. And this is down South. I don't remember if it was Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia. It was one of those down South places immediately following the uh, cessation of, of civil war. But the man was buried and the Sasquatch went over there and dug that corpse up to eat it, to eat the corpse. Mm -hmm. 
and it incensed the family members so badly that they got the neighbors together, the farmers together, and they were going to go out and kill it. They were going to shoot it, track it down and kill it. Mm -hmm. But luckily there was a storm that came along and, and uh, somehow it caught, it struck a tree, lightning struck a tree, it fell on the Sasquatch and killed the Sasquatch. And they were pretty certain it was the same Sasquatch that was responsible for digging up the corpse of their family member. So with that, with that little bit of information and that, and that background, where does my mind go when I hear of, of um, uh, the pounding of the metal, the, the handling of a body and stuff? Yeah, mm -hmm. it goes directly to what I've just related to you. But you wouldn't yeah. know, and a lot of other people wouldn't know if they didn't have the background and if they didn't see this stuff and they didn't read this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So well, the other version where the Sasquatch is up there pulling on the helicopter and peeling the metal back mm -hmm. is to kick some ass because you you destroyed my forest. You destroyed where I live. You, mm -hmm. you may have killed my, my juvenile child. So I'm going mm -hmm. to make sure you're dead. So mm -hmm. there's two ways you could go. Mm -hmm. and, you know, but you have more information, more data than I have access to. So you have a variety of choices. I, mm -hmm. I have just never heard mm -hmm. in my 12, 13 years, and this guy's doing this a lot longer than I have, uh, where somebody has been ripped to shreds by a Sasquatch because mm -hmm. you got too close and you tried to shoot at them and they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. hurt. I just have not gotten reports like that. Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm off the BFRO site as far as getting reports. So I'm getting them from external mm -hmm. sources, you know, mm -hmm. the guy on the street, you know, Bob and Mary next door. And mm -hmm. so still I get nothing like you came up. I've heard snippets here and there of, of something like you, you, you spoke of, but not as a general rule, 95% of my stuff is non-threatening, non-confrontational. I just mm -hmm. saw this and I can't explain it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, no, it's an interesting, interesting conundrum, really. I'd, I'd love to have your database, you know, but that, that's mm -hmm. great. You got it and we don't, but you know, you, you know, in your mind, what the status quo is of the real stuff, you know, well, it's it's the the thing we got to understand, Carter, is is that um, I don't profess this to be empirical. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. I'm not. It's I'm a lay person. Um, I don't have I don't have I don't have the demands of a of a um, peer review. I don't have to write a report and beg and and wallow in in. Uh, approval from from phd as scientists and stuff you know they come in after you do the work yeah thank god that's when they that's when they step in they step in to make the money that's yeah. what it's all about to them mm -hmm. yeah they feel entitled to that mm -hmm. they feel entitled to 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 step in front of the uh tv cameras with a hairbrush in their pocket in their back pocket mm -hmm. and make the money that's what the, yeah. that's what it's about to them mm -hmm. i i'm not under that same um pressure as mm -hmm. a citizen um some people might call it citizen scientist uh i'm just a i'm just a lay person you know mm -hmm. that that has taken the opportunity to to uh do this as a as a passion yeah more than anything mm -hmm. so uh, i'm not under the same constraints and and stuff like that 
Um, yeah, well, it's a great place to be, you know, and I don't have any constraints either. I, I'm, you know, uh, every time I do one of these shows where we're telling the truth about BFRO, I'm fully convinced tomorrow or the next day I'll go in and log in and I have no access. Say la vie. That's great. But I'm, I'm telling the truth and as a people understand this is the truth, you know, and I'm going to go back to one of my theories and beliefs is that we are all taught how to think and how to view the world from the day you exit the birth canal. You are taught for at least 20 years, 18 to 20 years of your first years of your life, what exists, what doesn't, how to view the world, how not to view the world. There's no UFOs. There's no Bigfoot. There's nothing, nothing exists except what we tell you. So when you see something, you automatically dismiss it. And because you're taught how to think and only if you have an open mind and conceptualizing, maybe there is something, do you start digging and maybe find out there is something else going on, you know, uh, but it's the same way with, with this data. You know, we only can investigate what we are presented with. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how Bob and Mary calling me because they saw me on your show or another show and want to tell me about their thing. They have no filter and they have, they haven't been influenced by it. They just want to tell me their story. So I'm getting, and of all those people and not nearly as many reports if you, if you've come up with, but of all these people that have contacted me, I've never heard anything horrible and terrifying other than what scared the crap out of us. You know, because it's all this being that doesn't exist. And it was 10 feet from my car. I was looking in my window and, you know, my family was free, but I've never heard any, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I think there's bad seeds, mm-hmm. bad seeds all over, just like humans, mm-hmm. you know, and I find the interactions that I'm dealing with to be much more peaceful and altruistic than violent or threatening mm-hmm. by 95 to one. I mean, it's just, there's not that many uh, where I felt threatened and they were trying to rip the, because if they wanted to kill somebody, they could just rip the front door off your house and go in and Mm -hmm. have at it Mm -hmm. because they're not wanton bloodthirsty beings by nature. I don't think they can Mm -hmm. be because they're the alpha predator. There's nothing on this planet. Mm -hmm. Take them out. Have uh, Carter has, have you ever read the Miller documents? Miller. Well, that sounds familiar. It, it... It's been around a couple of years. And basically what it is, uh, this individual, H.A. Miller, very, very mysterious, uh, came from an Ivy League school, um, MD, PhD, hired boy, hired boy, um, um, or got involved. I think he was a an engineer scientist or something to to start out with. He was hired by uh, one of the government agencies, and um, his first, according to him, according to the to the papers that he left behind when he passed with his relatives, he was tasked to go down to Texas <clears throat> and investigate um, a. Um, uh, a, a killing or several killings of people in Texas in the early 60s. 
and I know that I've read this from Lauren Coleman. I've read about the Texas incident um, in Crypto Mundo or something, you know, written by, authored by uh, Lauren Coleman. And I think I even uh, believe I read it in, in a book that uh, uh, glossed over it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But in, in any event, pardon me for taking a sip. Um, but in any event, uh, this is this is the background that H.A. Uh, Miller uh, lays out in, in explaining how he got involved in, in Bigfoot Sasquatch uh, research. Mm-hmm. And um, he says his, his next uh, his next uh, calling was uh, when he was sent to the Pacific Northwest. I believe it was Washington on a report, again, this is in the early 60s, a report that um, that they found a corpse of a uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch that apparently was in a tree uh, during a Columbus, during a uh, particularly uh, rough Columbus Day storm in which the tree was struck by lightning, fell and, and killed the uh, Sasquatch. So government was sent out there to look at it and that was him and he was looking at it and he gave, he gave the terms, uh, unlike, and unlike what you and I understand and, and, and referred to as Bigfoot Sasquatch, he gives a term, a celebitide date or something Pacificos, particularly for the, uh, Pacific Northwest Sasquatch and, and Norteño, um, celebitide Sasquatch for those down south, particularly in the, in the southwest Texas, mm-hmm. New Mexico area, that kind of stuff. Anyways, he goes on and on and on and explains uh, all these different instances where, where uh, he's examined these Sasquatches. And he talks about how uh, the government uh, is supposed to the government is supposed to open up and take over vast areas of land to give to these these beings, these individuals, because they need massive amounts of land to 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 live mm-hmm. and to roam. And uh, one of the last things that he, one of the last caveats or warnings that he issues at the end of this document is this he says the sasquatch uh bigfoot sasquatch have a voracious appetite not like you or me i mean i get i get hangry pings when, I, when i'm hungry i get you know nasty kind of nasty irritated yeah but these things have a voracious appetite and they need a a, a voluminous amount of, of, um, of food resources, protein, yeah, protein. Yeah. And if they don't have that, the danger, uh, that they pose to human beings is they encroach closer to them, to human beings. And, and the last thing that he says in this, in this paragraph is that humans and Bigfoot Sasquatches can never coexist. 
never coexist. Do you understand what he means by that? Yeah, we're a food source. Yes, yes, my friend. Oh, you yeah, be, yeah, they're yeah. opportunistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly well, what, it, that's what I take of it. I mean, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, well, I understand what it, the English language pretty well. That's yeah, what well, I, I have a high caloric requirement of up to five to 6,000 calories a day versus 1,500 to 2,000 for a human. Mm -hmm. so, and so, and that gets into the cave systems and the missing 411 and all these people are disappearing. Where are they going? Well, they're, uh, they're on the, the buffet for the week, you know, because of Sasquatch. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, I, I, again, in one of these documents here, I've taken the time to to write my own little uh, ditty about missing people. I've read uh, at least four of those uh, missing four one one books. I've spoken to to um, the author a couple times by phone, and I wasn't impressed. Mm -hmm. I was not impressed, mainly because I get the sense of arrogance in the tone and tenor of of the conversation and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you know, I was a police officer, you know, I'm talking like I'm talking yeah. to you right now. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, I'm no less, I'm no more and no less, you know, intelligent than that individual. But, but I bought these books, I read them and several times and, um, um, what I want to say is, is that from my background and, and one of the last things that I did before I retired as a matter of, of curtain call, because I, I felt I've, I've seen enough 25 and a half years or longer in that kind of work. I've seen enough. I've seen enough grief and agony, tears and, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm, and I'm not kidding you when I say this, um, that my last curtain call was, was to volunteer to, to find, to look for and find a missing person that disappeared 31 years, 30 or 31 years previously. It took me 21 months to do that. I used a lot of my, my own personal vacation time, sick time to do this, and I did it. And I used mitochondrial DNA, and I used the advice from a, a medium that looked me up. I didn't go out looking for them. They looked me up. They, they came through a, a person that we, we both knew mutually and, and said that they wanted to talk to me. And some of the things that she told me, um, I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, the fact that the, one of the last things she told me was, for my, for my own personal good, she told me to be careful for a, over a red car. She sees a red car, red rail, uh, red brown taillights. She hears gunshots. Be careful. She says, I'm not here to threaten you and make threats to you. I'm just telling you what I see. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you're looking for somebody, aren't you? How did she know that? Where did she get that, that from? Nobody knew that. Yeah. Nobody knew that. And I said, yes. She said to me, they know you're looking for them. They will let you know when they're ready to be found. 
And let me tell you something, my friend. You're talking about Bigfoots. You're talking about this kind of stuff that Matt Moneymaker doesn't want to talk about, the blah, blah, blah. I woke up one night because I heard, I felt as though somebody was standing over me calling my name. Just like I could feel their breath on my face when I'm sleeping. I woke up uh, two weeks prior to that because I seen a, a, a apparition in my bedroom dressed in Indian attire, Native American Indian attire. And I thought I thought somebody had broken into my house dressed like that. And I was getting up to get my gun. I want to go to my closet. And uh, these are just some of the things that I've experienced along the way prior to getting into this stuff. But I'm telling you that um, getting back to that missing 411 business, I did that. I did that as an as as my way of saying, you know what, the career has been good to me. Um, God bless you all, and you know I'll take my final ball, and as an act of self redemption. And, and paying it forward, this is what I want to do for somebody else so they can mm -hmm. find some peace mm -hmm. and love in their heart, you know, before they pass. The 80-year-old mother who, who hadn't seen her son for 31 years, she needed peace in her heart. Sure. When she needed to go to the, to the grave, she needed peace in her heart. Yeah. And, and I felt it was, it was part of my duty Part of my responsibility to, to, to see that that I could give that to her. And otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten, gotten involved in that. And probably I wouldn't be involved in Bigfootery today as a result of that. Mm -hmm. That's how I stepped into this stuff. And I always say that when people say, Val, how did you get involved in this stuff? Well, I never, I never as a child, uh, wished to get involved in this stuff. It was by pure tragic happenstance that I got involved in this stuff. That's it, Carter. Yeah. And, and that's how I got involved with this stuff. But what I seen along the way, and I just seen something today, just today I was reading this about NamUs, N-A-M-U-S, look it up. It's a huge, massive database. And it's, the acronym is for missing people. 600,000 people, they say, go missing each year. 600,000, almost a million people every year. Mm -hmm. Only 15,000 of those people, I think, um, are ever found. So uh, I, don't want to, I don't want to imply that Bigfoots devour all these people because they don't. You got crime, you got mental disorder, people you got people that get lost and 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 succumb to to you know harsh climate mm -hmm. you've got other predators out there uh in the wilderness that are responsible for some of this you got crime you got suicides and you got bigfoots and you got other unworldly things oh, happening yeah. out there my friend you also have people that don't want to be found that's exactly right. You know, so, so all yeah, of these I, factors I, go into that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a you know, and, and I got in uh, to this in a circuitous route. Uh, you know, 
as you probably did and it, it, it's different but it, it's wasn't where i was going but i ended up here you know and it's from you know external factors you know that uh, I, I could go into that's a whole other show you know but you know uh I, we you mentioned mediums literally two weeks ago I had mediums here at my house because I met them at a conference. We hit it off really, really well. And they were spot on with a lot of things and some things going on with my wife that nobody knows about. They had no way of knowing that and they were spot on with it. So there, there, there's something to that, you know, and, you know, uh, I use that as part of my research arsenal is going into some of those things that people don't want to talk about. And how do you know that? And, but that's how also how you gain trust and respect when you can talk about it like you have and make it poignant and spot on and point on with, you know, what's, what's really going on. You know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the administration was not happy with me that, you know, are you kidding me? You, you know, you're going way out on the on the limb here when you're talking about this kind of stuff. Yep. And uh, we don't want anything to do with you. We're not going to we're not going to uh, glory in this. We're not going to to uh, sanction it. You know, you're you're mm -hmm. Val. You do what you do. And I've always done that. Yeah. Um, but uh, when it met with success, Oh, everybody, well, you know, I knew you could do, you know, I've seen that stuff so many times. It's not, it's, I, I don't want to be involved in stuff like that. And, and one of the things that uh, some friends wanted me to get involved when, with after this occurred was uh, a lot of my friends were retired federal agents and uh, they want, and they knew me. And uh, they wanted me to get involved in a uh, in a um, unofficial cold case unit working on cold cases. And uh, there were some people that wanted me to get involved in remote viewing. Mm -hmm. And again, um, my early involvement in in the EST program, EST, not ESP, EST. Mm -hmm. um, out of San Francisco, California, um, kind of taught me some things that, you know, there's, there's things out there that, that, uh, whether it works, whether it's good or bad, that's up to the individual, but I'm Christian by, by, by belief. That's, that's my choice. Mm -hmm. And, and I, you know, uh, Carter and Grizz, I don't want to step over those bounds. Because I, I'm not, I'm not certain in my, in my soul and myself that this is good. This is not for us. This is not for us to, to be involved in. Yes, I would love to help other people. Yes, I would. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, my involvement in this, what I just explained to you here tonight, it drained my soul. Uh, I know what I felt like two weeks ago. It, it, that's exactly what I felt like at the conclusion of this. And I eulogized that young man's 
service for his family when, when yeah. his remains were brought back to his native Ohio home. It drained me. I was yeah. sickened by it. And I, I wanted nothing more to do with, with, with involvement in any of that stuff. I, you know, I, I wiped my hands clean of it. Yeah. You know, you know, God saved my soul because, because all I wanted to do ever do was to help people. Yeah. And, and, um, I feel the same way. It's a very tough thing. Drained emotionally and physically Mm -hmm. on spiritually three or four. Yeah. uh, Three or four different occasions, uh, dealing with paranormal esoteric activities and it just kind of happened that way. And it seemed like the route and I did get the answers I was seeking, but I paid for it. And like you said, drained spiritually, emotionally, I, I, I would literally, I would just walk up from the living room and go lay on the floor and crash for three hours. I was that spent, you know, and after that happened the first time, it kind of kind of bothered me. And then when I felt it coming the next two or three times, I went, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but here, and I'm I'm out. You know, what I mean, I'm, I'm drained, you know, and I'm I'm looking at myself in the mirror, going, "God, I don't know if I should," you know. But then I I succumb and do it again, you know. Uh, but I find I can take less and less of that as I get into the golden years, mm-hmm. you know. And it, you know. Uh, it would have to be something incredibly meaningful for me to probably do that again, but I've done it and survived and I've learned from it and I've helped people. I mean, each and every time I got it in that spot, people were helpful and grateful and overjoyed. Isn't that why we do this? To help yeah, 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 yeah. And it is, and it is, you know, and the people that I talk to, that have been sitting on a sighting or an event, an interaction with a Sasquatch or other creatures as they may come up. They are so overwhelmed with, I've had several just start bawling and crying at the end of the conversation. They're so relieved to be able to talk to somebody who's not laughing at them and scoffing and ridiculing them. Oh yeah, I saw a Sasquatch, huh? Really? Oh, went through a tree and didn't come out the other side. (laughs) You're right. Okay. I'm not that way. I'm listening and I'm, reasoning you know and i'm absorbing i'm absorbing their sorrow and angst and their joy at the same time you know and it does it does get to you after a while yeah sure it does you know and uh i don't feel i shouldn't be doing it but i know i'm paying a physical and emotional price to some degree and so i have to temper each time it comes at me each situation that is presented to me, I have to kind of go over it in my mind. Okay, now here's what's going to happen to me. And do I want to go through this again? Is this person deserving? Are they really, really hurting and they need it? You know, so you have to go through all that stuff, you know, and and either you do or you don't, you know, when you get down to it. But that is why I'm here because I'm so happy that these people are happy and can talk to me about the things that they've experienced and seen and have been ridiculed by their spouses and those closest to them. So they just clam up. And you know how when you're sitting on something emotionally devastating that you can't talk to anybody about or you feel like you can't, mm-hmm. that eats you up too. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I don't know which is the worst of the two evils, if you want to call them evil. Should I just sit on it or should I go ahead and get involved and help this person get across and talk about this and maybe help, maybe experience some of this stuff with them if I have to. And I usually end up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for a sad person, you know. Uh, but it gets it gets more tedious as as uh, the years go by. It does. Carter, Carter, uh, we're getting short on time, but uh, let me ask you this this question: Do you know what gumshoe guy means? You know what that means? Well, in, in the old vernacular of the twenties, uh, you know, police comics and all that, you're you're you know, detective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is parlance for private investigator. Here's the gumshoe. And back back in those days before the telephones, before everybody had a car, two or three or four cars, um, your worth, if you were a private investigator, your worth was measured by the by the number of chewing gum uh, stuck to the bottom of your soles of your shoes. That's your gumshoe guy. Yeah, foot leather. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm sir. I'm familiar with that. I used to collect all those kind of comics in the. Oh, you know, that's Bob the gumshoe. I mean, you, you just. I know that, you know, mm -hmm. you just don't have the E on the end of it. Or, no, no, no. <laughs> because it'd be gumshoey. Yeah. You know, you we know, don't I, be... I, I understand the parlance exactly. We don't, we don't want to be gumshoey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, well, this has been really informative and wasn't going where I thought it was. And I, I enjoy that kind of stuff because, you know, and, and, uh, it's shedding light on the truth about, the largest information gathering service that we have to deal with when it comes to cryptids and the fallacies and erroneous things going on there. And uh, we could probably all be doing a better job, you know, uh, but that is out of my control, except for my individual interactions with, you know, uh, experiencers and people that have Sasquatch events. And, and then people like you guys, you know, we, we can interact and talk and be honest and square and it's all good. And getting it out, I don't care, you know, if BFR fires me, I could, I could care less. You know what I mean? Well, the only thing I ask that, that if you have any um, sway with Rich or Don, you know, BFRO, have them come on. I won't bite those guys. I don't bite, you know. Rich, I, maybe. I, uh, Don, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, to me, they're both good gentlemen and stuff and i oh, I enjoy there he goes again yeah he lost your video that's that paranormal stuff yes yeah, sir there he is yeah so um yeah if you if you get a chance to chit chat with them uh i would love i would love to talk to them yeah and i know uh, Richard, we just talked the other day because i posted a photo of a expedition went on for bfro up in the uh, up Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he says, I was on that expedition. I said, yeah, I know. I know you were there. We, we, we talked, we made friends, we met each other. So, you know, mm -hmm. so, uh, so, you know, we're tight. I don't know if he believes like me. I don't think he does, but it doesn't really matter because we're after the same, you know, dance ticket, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll say something to Rich, you know, can't hurt. I don't bite. I don't bite at all. Well, maybe just a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. The the, the, the uh, truth always oh, bites people a little. Yeah. The truth always bites just a little bit, but I don't mind because you know I I told the truth tonight and I'm going to get bitten. You know I'll have you know some I'll hear I have a few people that'll be going you know hey I'm in BFR why why are you trashing us oh, well because you know it's well I don't I don't see it as I don't see it as trashing 
uh, no, it's, it's, just, it's being honest. It's it's just it's just an open, frank discussion. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, I've got some real good dirt if you want me to trash, but you know that's that'll never happen. No, you know, but you know this is what it's a frank and honest conversation that a lot of people can't even do that, mm -hmm. and that's really sad. You know, mm -hmm. in this field and others in general, you know, my opinion matters and yours doesn't, and I'm going to show you what. Yeah. Who cares? We're, mm -hmm. we're, all, we're all looking for a paycheck. We're all looking to feed our families and keep the lights on. And do, I mean, so why does everybody have to be, you know, you know, but it's the way the world is. Well, I'll tell you what, I enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been great. And thank you again, sir. Like always, thank you for coming on. Oh, I, I love that. I, I was, I was trying to get a hold of Val all day and I didn't, I didn't know if you were on this or. Yeah, no, I, I, since uh a couple of weeks ago cardo yeah, i'll get it yeah, i just it. just wasn't real good about keeping up with with yeah. the uh messages and stuff yeah. and and i uh, always assumed that the uh links stream links if they weren't used for the day you got them they were no good mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i, I, I didn't, I'm, yeah I i'm didn't not sure how that works yeah i'm yeah, not I, sure i think they just have a shelf life of so long if you don't use yeah. them go away and yeah each, yeah each show is a new link Every cell is a different. Yeah, so I never, I never got it. So you sent me about fourteen of them this afternoon to make sure I got it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I see you got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I was, I was sitting here. My wife's going. Are we eating dinner? Or I said, Well, I, I got five minutes. I don't know. I haven't heard from it. Oh, they're, they're, they're Chris. I'm, 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 I'm so glad that you, you got on here and i'm so glad that we had a conversation and it's yeah no this is very 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 deep and uh uh factual and informative you know mm -hmm. we didn't even have to talk about sasquatch disappearing while you're standing in front of me because we got into the really meat and potatoes of the data this is what mm -hmm. drives us and this is what we should be using but not everybody has access to it you know mm -hmm. what we do have access to is bfro goes is just you know just throwing you a couple of scraps just to keep everybody quiet really it's just it's mm -hmm. stuff you know but throwing you a, throwing you a bone yeah that's it that's it throwing you a bone that's it mm -hmm. you know and, you know and so you we don't know and in any organization you don't know what you're not seeing you're mm -hmm. given this is our data. This is our fact sheet. This is it. That's all you need to know and mm -hmm. go do your job and boom. So you don't know what you're not seeing. Same with the government and science. You don't know. I mean, I know the government knows all about the Sasquatch. I guarantee it. You know, they, they, their hand and foot in knee deep in this stuff. Well, I think some government agencies do, but I don't, yeah. I don't think all of them are. Well, no, but you know, the one that would be that. handling this, whether yeah. it's CIA, FBI, or, you know, deep, deep groups that nobody knows about that kind of stuff the, the lumber companies and paper companies are, are definitely aware what's going on with the sasquatch if if i'm just putting on my thinking cap here and and i worked i worked in the capacity undercover federally and state locally i have a little working idea of of how that works if I was, if I wanted to infiltrate a group, I'm just thinking again with my thinking cap on and I had loads of money, 
look at me. I had loads of money. I would have the best website on the internet, on a worldwide net. Yeah. You know, it's it's not cheap to have a website. That's a mortgage payment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we all know about mortgage payments. Mm -hmm. If I was going to to subjugate and infiltrate an organization, how would I do that? I would support it with the best website, the biggest website that man has ever seen. Everybody bring your information to me. I want to know who's who in this in this world of Bigfootery. <laughs> bring it on in here. Bring it on in here, everybody. Yeah. Everybody bring it all in here. Uh, you'll see what I want you to see, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, with that, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and and... <laughs> <laughs> and go on Thank for that. Thank you, sir. Thank you for <laughs> coming on the show, Mr. Carter. I greatly appreciate it. It was a joy. I enjoyed it. Let's do it again. Yes, sir. We'll you talk know. to you soon. All Thank right, you, guys. Carter. All right. Thank take you, care. Good night. Bye-bye. Wow. Man, what a show. Here we go. Another one in the books. You know what? So, well, it was interesting. Yeah. It, it was interesting. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Wow. Can you, can you tell I feel any better, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I can. I, I'm uh, back sure to my can. old, I'm back to my old self. I feel, uh, by the way, uh, somebody is doing what you just said. I will send you a business card. It says, if you got any, uh, Bigfoot evidence, send it to me. Here's a website. I want to know, give me your information. Mm -hmm. I'll send it to you right off the air. Okay. It's being passed around right now. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? And, and for what state? For every state? For everybody? Oh, wait, you see it. Once again. Interesting. They want to know. They want you to tell them. Mm -hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Northern Kentucky and Michigan. We'll catch you on the flip side. And Val, night, everybody. Night, everybody. I'll, I'll send it to you right away. Take care. Thank, God thank speed. you, my friend. Thank you, guys. Good night. Bye-bye. It's a grizzly. Should we get out of here? No. We're gonna watch and listen. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh, ship, should we run?
<laughs> no. Action. It's a grizzly. Oh shit. Sure, run. <laughs> okay. It's a grizzly. Are you sure it's not a chipmunk? It's a grizzly. Huh. Maybe it is a chipmunk. It's a grizzly. Are we gonna die? I don't know. We're just gonna sit here and listen and watch. Let's get out of here, maybe. Oh!